Jenny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, Excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean. But behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences. From no-holds-barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars, the real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! And welcome to the Excuse Me podcast. Today, I have a woman who is so empowering um, and so focused on helping people uh, with their weight loss and just a motivator and keeping women um, on these these focused roads of just being well uh, with mental health and with their wellness and their weight. And I want to welcome Ingrid Rink to my show. How are you, Ingrid? I'm doing great. I am extremely busy because this is the second hurricane and I think about a three week period. And so it completely on top of a pandemic, which we're having to figure out how to run businesses during now we have hurricanes slapping us upside the face. So yeah, but doing, doing well other than that. I'm in Houston. So we had to worry about hurricane Laura, which she turned, which is great, but you know, Louisiana got slammed so bad and then now you guys have sally so are y'all getting rain from that or how's your weather all right so the hurricane that was a few weeks ago we were freaking out of course with our business you know we had to completely transform our shipping and a lot of our clients are in the western part of louisiana which is what got hit so i live about two and a half three hours away from an area that was decimated from that hurricane uh but we were fine other than just kind of being disruptive now this hurricane is coming again, disrupting business, everything's transforming and it's now turned and it's going an hour to the right of us. So again, we're going to be spared. We're not getting a whole lot of wind or rain at the moment, but it is disruptive. And then it's your client base who's affected and your employees. And so there's so many factors. And and if people don't know what it feels like to live on the, on the coastal, you know, um, counties, there's a lot to worry about, you know, and even though they say, oh, it's, it looks like it's going to miss you. Yeah, but you still get the rain and the wind. And, and then you get people coming from those cities that are affected to your city. So Houston always gets these people that come in bus loads. And it's so sad to hear, you know, that they've lost their homes and, and you're doing some good things with um, people, you know, that are uh, being affected by the storms. And we're going to get into all of that yeah. because you are such an inspiration. And just to fill in my fans with who you are, you're the creator and founder of Sensible Meals. And you are also, um, well, you're married to Tyrus Mash, who is uh, formerly known as Brodus Clay from WWE. And you know him as George. So like you said, we have about 10 names as wrestlers. And uh, you, you're a mother of three. Yes. And uh, you're an advocate for mental health. And you're a master trainer of fitness for over 20, 25 years. Is that right? Yes. I started at 15. Oh my gosh. So um, let's get to the the nitty gritty of why I am so inspired by you. You do it all. I mean, you are so busy. You know, I, my kids are grown, but like you say, we still take care of our kids. How do you find time to juggle a wife of being a mom, being a, you know, the creator of a company, doing videos online for, you know, uh, for wellness, and then 
and then you do these recipes, which are very good. I tried some of them. So yeah. how do you find time to do videos and to, I mean, it's, it's incredible the amount of sleep you probably don't get each day. <laughs> you know, everyone asks that question. And I think I wonder the same thing about other women that I see, especially on social media. Um, I think there's a couple answers is one, I'm crazy. I mean, that's the best answer is I scream at my family and my kids all the time. Uh, I do not sleep enough. And I think that a lot of us put our best points, our highlight reel out for everyone to see, obviously. And so I really try to take a moment, although I have to be really positive and uplifting for my business, I do try to remind myself that I need to show the raw and ugly stuff too, because I don't want to give people this misconception or this or just make them feel like a failure of saying this woman has three kids and, and she has businesses and she seems to hold it all together. I have to let them know that I do not always hold it all together. <laughs> and so um, every once in a while, I'll get someone who's like, you don't need to share that on social media. Like that's negative. And I said, but that's my real life. You know, that's who I am. And I don't need to hide that part of me just to be positive all the time and fake, you know? Yeah, you know, that's so true because, you know, when I, I'm with AEW and so to come home and do a podcast and now I joined Twitch, which I don't understand why I joined another platform. Because yeah, I'm another. trying to figure out TikTok right now. So oh. That, it's, oh my, it's so complicated. I am not good at social media. I really am not. And this TikTok thing, people are so talented. They splice all this <laughs> stuff together and they have like full hair and makeup and I, I keep trying and I keep failing, so I'm about to give up on it. But, you know, I think with the, the great thing about, you know, with us being able to be true to ourselves is that, you know, we have meltdowns, we have, yeah. we're a pipe bus in the house, and we're still making a video that night going, hey, we're having a great day. But they, I think our fans and our, and our customers and our, you know, our supporters have to know that we're human and we yeah. we're built just like everyone else. We, yeah, we have great days, but we still have to let them know that we're human and that, you know, today could be a really crappy day, but you know what, it's what you do with it. That's what counts, right. you know, so and stay motivated. Before I started my food company, Sensible Meals, which is mostly for weight loss, I was a fitness trainer. And the thing, the reoccurring theme that I always heard from women, because I really, I can train anyone, but I love to train women. And the reoccurring thing that I always heard is, you're real, you know? And it, they didn't just mean like real my attitude. They meant that I struggled with my weight too. Yes, I had all the tools to be a size zero or two or whatever you want to be. But because I had an eating disorder, which is overeating and binge eating and sneak eating, I have anxiety and depression. I struggled with yo-yo up and down too, mm -hmm. as things were going on in my life. And so a lot of women felt really comfortable coming to my classes or being trained by me because, you know, they weren't walking into someone who would say, what are you doing wrong? Why aren't you eating this broccoli? Why aren't you following this meal plan? And always kind of like berating them and not understanding yeah. the mental game they were going through when they left the gym or the training facility. And I did understand it. Although I would say you need to jump back on the wagon, I completely understood it and would try to talk them through it. Sometimes as a trainer, your job was just to listen. Sometimes you'd have a client come in and you didn't even work out. They just needed to talk and vent. And, you know, once oh. someone does that and they can release that, they're often going to eat better and do better the next day. And so that was a thing I always heard. And so with the meal prep company, I always try to focus on that goal of 
Don't hide who you really are. Still let people know you have that struggle. And it is hard because people sometimes will see me, I don't know, like let's say at a grocery store or something. I've had people be negative on social media and be like, oh my God, she has cellulite on her butt or, oh, she's bigger than I thought she was, you know? And it's like, when did I say I was a size zero? I never said that. And I, you know what? Some days I am bigger because you know what? Yesterday, my husband might've done something or something tragic in my business happened. And you know what? I drank three bottles of wine and ate four cupcakes, you know, get over it. And yeah. then I jump back on the next week and get back on my eating and my exercising and get back on track. But I'm a real person. I'm going to have the same struggles as my clients. And I think it's important to let them know that. Yeah. You know, and it's so, it's so funny because uh, when people see me on, on camera, they picture what I look like. And then when they see me in person, like at the grocery store, they're like, oh, you're not so fat after all. And I'm like, I just sit there. My husband's like, like getting ready to like, you know, pounce on them. I'm like, it's yeah. okay. Cause the camera does add weight. And I'm like, well, you know, the camera does add weight. The men love it because they look bigger and it's such a struggle, you know, yeah. mentally. And, you know, my daughter also has it. Um, she was a bulimic and she went to rehab for two years for eating mm -hmm. disorder. And it's so, it's so sad how, especially the younger generations, all they know is how to, that's the only thing they have control of is their food because everything else is just spinning around them, whether it be family or their school or, um, you know, just even world events of, you know, like the COVID and, and right. things going on. So I think this is so great that you're real and that, you know, we can just say, you know, yeah, I love junk food and I love to eat, you know, cake and, you know, have a soda, but I know where my boundaries are and I have to be real with whoever's with me. And I say, oh, come on, let's just go to, you know, Taco Bell. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I would love to, but because of the job I have, I, I have to be disciplined. And so it's learning to teach them with love that right. I can't be there right now, but maybe another day when I can work for that reward. <laughs> well, you know, I always try to tell people, people don't want to use the word addiction because when you hear that you're an addict, you always think like sex addict, drug addict, alcohol, you know, cigarettes. You think of those things. Oh my God, that's so dirty. And that's so negative. I'm not yeah. an addict. But truthfully, if you were overweight, you are an addict. You are addicted to overeating, probably sugar, probably carbs, you know, all the chemicals and preservatives. You are addicted. And we don't look at it that way. Society has accepted it. And we're nearly double the size we were 50 years yeah. ago. And so when I tell people that at first, they um, push back a lot and get really defensive and say, I'm not an addict. I don't have an eating disorder, mm -hmm. but if you're 40, 50, a hundred pounds overweight, yes, you certainly do. And you need yeah. to acknowledge that and acknowledge that it's something you're probably going to have to work on for the rest of your life. And don't look at it as a dirty word, you know, and, and, yeah. and be afraid to acknowledge it. Um, and I also remind people that most people, when they come out and say they have an addiction to something, they don't have people shoving it in their face. If you're an alcoholic, if you are, you know, quitting cigarettes. Most people support you and will not bring that stuff around you. Right. If you're addicted to sugar, no one's going to stop trying to shove that you're at work and they're like, Oh, come on, come on. You, you've lost five pounds. Here you go. Eat some cake. What's wrong with you? You know? And it really is a very strange way that we treat people who are addicted to overeating. Yeah. Why don't we support people in their journey to health? You know, if you ever notice, and now whenever I mention it, people really start to notice. If you're on your Facebook, for instance, if you post a picture of a diet meal, 
you're not going to get a whole lot of positive comments. You're going to get that's toddler food. It's too small. You know, oh, you could do it cheaper yourself. If you post a picture of one of those amazing milkshakes from like Disney <laughs> World with the cupcake on top and every single comment will be positive. Not that's one incredible. person says that's too much. That's gross. Don't, don't eat that. It's not good for you. Every comment is positive. And so it really, once you point that out to people and they start to acknowledge the people around them and how they're feeding their addiction, honestly, and in, in a negative way, um, they really start to like accept that they have to do this on their own and that eating disorders and food addictions are something that you're not going to get as much support with as other addictions. That's true. So let's get into uh, your company, which is Sensible yeah. Meals. Um, you know, I have, uh, I've always been friends with Tyrus on Instagram. And then of course I saw your workout videos. So I followed you. And then I started seeing um, different friends have these meal packets at work. And, um, and I told you, I saw Ruby Hardy and, you know, she was a, she talks a lot about Sensible Meals and she's like fantastic. And so I just finally just bit the bullet and said, and I think Heather, your assistant was, um, yeah. here's the ambassador packet and you know, this is what we're going to do. And I'm so excited because it's a struggle traveling on the road because when we're at AEW, we're in an arena and they have catering, right. but the food is, it, I'm grateful for the food and the catering. Right. But no, I'm I, the catering backstage and it's, chicken nuggets and mashed yeah. potatoes and fried cake. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fried and a lot of bread. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I, I know that I need to, um, you know, if I'm doing all this running and, and working out, I know that my food is 80% of my goals. And so when I saw your packets and you even had a video on Instagram where you were hitting the frozen packets yeah. on, the, on the table and like, look, they don't break. I'm like, that's perfect because I have to take these and travel with me. Right. You know, as long as I have a microwave, I'm going to be able to do these. And so how did this all come about that you organized this whole perfection of plan? Because this is really a great concept for people that can take these meals, they stay frozen, and right. you provide the ice packets for these lunches. Right. I mean, how, where, I know you had your weight loss and you were working mm -hmm. on that, and then that's how you came to the company. How did you conspire this great thing that you created? <laughs> You know, honestly, this company started out of my family's tragedy. My son, I was pregnant for my third child and my son, who's now 15, he was eight years old and he was diagnosed with type one diabetes. So that is basically juvenile diabetes. It's an autoimmune disorder and no way was it caused by the way he eats. Basically he got sick and his pancreas, his autoimmune system attacked his pancreas and killed it. It's dead. So he has a dead organ floating around in his body and it does not work. So he cannot produce insulin on his own. So like you or I, we eat a cheeseburger, our body sends insulin to cover all of those carbs mm -hmm. and we're fine. His doesn't. So he's insulin dependent. And that's how the company started is I was in the health and fitness industry. I still struggled with my weight. And now my son has this disease that forces me to portion out every single thing he eats or I could kill my own child. Oh my gosh. And so That's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress. I'm not a nurse. I didn't finish college and you're sent home after three days with your child and some instructions on a piece of paper of how to not kill them. 
day and night, 24 hours a day. And so for me, I'm a very much a planner and an organized person. So I'm like, I'm going to pre-plan these meals. I'm not going to at the last minute be trying to calculate carbs and everything. So for me, I sat down and I you know, did a grocery list and I started portioning everything. And of course I posted it on social media and my workout clients were like, what, why don't you do that for me? I want you to do that for me. And so I was like, you know what? I'm doing it for him anyway. I might as well make a little bit of money on the side. And that's truly how it started kind of on accident to help my son. And in six and a half years, we've grown to be the largest in the country. That's incredible. And you know, you're from Mandeville, uh, Louisiana. That's where your company is um, headquartered. And so with me being in Houston, that's that's made even more sense because my shipping's not going to take that long to get to me. No, it's it's like one day. With COVID right now, with the shipping industry being slower, uh, it might be two days. But yeah, it's it's really quick. It'll get to you. Now, we used to have the meal prep containers, like most companies have, the snap lids. Yeah had those for years. They're perfectly fine. They get the job done. But as we started shipping across the country and not just doing local, we found those would spill, they'd crack, they'd open, they would get freezer burnt in your freezer, you know, the food just because it's not air sealed. So we invested a lot of money this past year. We bought this machinery out of Germany, took about a year and a half to get to us. And we invested in this that completely vacuum seals. I mean, it can stay good for years. You're not going to ever get your food freezer burned. We can ship it. I mean, I always show clients, I put it in my expensive purse. I travel with it and there's zero <laughs> spillage, which is really nice. And so, you can stack them in your freezer, like sideways, upside down, you know, it's just a lot easier. Yeah. I encourage my followers to go to Ingrid's Instagram and <laughs> she has this wonderful video that's about five minutes long yeah. and she tries to break the, the, the containers on the, on the countertop. <laughs> uh, she shows how you can stack them. And this is so incredible because, you know, traveling, you know, I, it's, you think about those things, you know, you don't want something to break on the plane and then you, you have food spilling all over your stuff. Um, as far as the food preparation, how do you have this company? Like how many chefs do you have and who's designing the meals and how does this all work? Because I'm looking at, you know, I'm, I travel for two weeks at a time. So how many meals do I even think about to make sure that I'm covered until the next shipment comes around? Like that's just, that's what I want to know and to inform right. the, my followers. So lots of different answers to that. Uh, first thing is I started barefoot and pregnant by myself in my kitchen that was probably like 200 square feet. But within a few months, we were in an actual kitchen. And over the last six and a half years, we've probably moved 15 times because we just kept growing and growing and had to expand. Um, probably about two years ago, we built our own facility, which is just 20 minutes down the road. It's over 60,000 square feet. Um, it's huge. And so we've, you know, all of our other kitchens that we had, we've moved into this one location and we have, usually we have over a thousand employees at a time. Now with COVID, a staffing shortage across the country, we are just as busy as we've ever been and we have about 400 employees. So you can imagine how much we are all working right now because we just, there's not enough people to work right now. Yeah. So y'all, y'all stayed open during COVID. Oh yeah. We stayed open. Yeah. We're an essential business, uh, not only because we provide food, but we ship. And so we can ship straight to people's door. And a lot of people have really gone that route during this. 
You know, you so, have some cities where people don't take it as serious, but there's a lot mm -hmm. of places across the country where people really are, I think bigger cities where people are really quarantining and staying at home and not going to the grocery and restaurants and things. Yeah. Um, and so as far as the chefs making the food, who is the creator of the food and the platters? Right. Who's putting it together? Are you in that process or right. with, with everything that's, you know, that you're busy with, you, I'm sure you've had to delegate other things to other people to take care of for you. Yeah, I definitely delegate. However, I've always stayed in the business because it's my face on it. It's my baby and I want it to be right. So the menus each week, I make the menus. I try to make them several weeks out, months ahead of time. And then each week as the food product comes in, uh, my head chef, she'll basically make a model, text me a picture of it. Is this okay? We go back and forth. We add, we take away make sure it looks aesthetically pleasing, make sure it tastes good. Oftentimes I have the chefs, you know, make sure each of you taste it, tell me what you think about it. And then we, you know, we prep it, we package it and we ship it out. We'll definitely over the years have things like our red beans and rice, our waffle, those are client favorites. So we really keep those in the rotation like every four weeks, three to four weeks. And then you have other things like a keto buffalo chicken for instance it's good to have in there for variety it's extremely low carb and low calorie but is it everyone's favorite probably not you know it's just kind of like an intense flavor and so um and then we'll do other things that we try and they just don't hit the mark you know and so you pull them out the rotation and off the menu but yeah i definitely stay involved in that uh for instance this week we had a this past week you won't get it because yours comes um what is today Tuesday. Tuesday. I think your first one will come this Thursday or Friday. But last week we had a Big Mac burger bowl. I saw that. Tyrus loved raving. it. Yeah, everyone's raving about it. And truth, I honestly, it's my 15 year old son has for the last two months wanted McDonald's like every day. I don't know why. He's been craving <laughs> McDonald's. And finally I was like, you're a type one diabetic. You know, you're not overweight or anything like that, but these carbs are ridiculous. And so I, I was like, I'll make you a meal. And so I really designed that meal for him and put it in the menu for my clients and everyone loves it. So that's kind of how the menu happens is I'll be inspired. Um, I've had meals where I go to a hotel on vacation or something. And I'm like, I never thought about putting that <laughs> on my food, you know? And so really the menu is just inspired by everyday life. So when someone's ordering the, the meals for their um, the week, are you going by their weight to make sure that they are getting the right amount or is all the meals um, a predetermined weight and portion? How, how do you figure right. that? Okay. Especially so, for a man and a woman, you know, cause they're different. Like my husband's probably, well, he's a lot heavier than I am. So my meal probably wouldn't be feeling to him. Right. So what I explained in the info video that is on our website, it, I think we just launched a new website. I'm pretty sure it's under the about us section. If not, it's under frequently asked questions, but men burn more calories naturally, whether they're overweight, underweight, doesn't matter. They burn about 500 more calories a day than we do just mm -hmm. breathing. So that's why our male weight loss is about 500 calories more than the female. Um, wow. we'll get a lot of people that come to us that are 50 pounds or more overweight and they look at our female weight loss, the thousand calorie a day average meals. And they, the first thing they say is I'm going to starve. And the best way I can explain it being blunt is if you have excess body fat, that fat is food. You cannot starve if you have excess fat. It's scientifically impossible. I could throw you on a desert Island. And as long as you <laughs> had water, you could not eat for weeks 
as long as you have that fat, your body is going to chip away at that old fuel, that old fat before you go into starvation mode. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. And so that's a good way. <laughs> it really is. It's like, if you have fat, you're not going to starve. Would you, are you going to be a little hungry? Probably because you're taking that addiction away from you. You've been used to overfilling yourself. You're used to that full, heavy feeling. You're used to that oral fixation of shoving food in your mouth and you're not going to eat that anymore. So you might be a little hungry the first two weeks, but you're not starving. Your body is not actually starving. And so when you explain it like that, people tend to get it or at first they don't get it because they read in a magazine, uh, Oprah's magazine or health magazine once upon a time, they read they're supposed to eat 1500 calories a day. Yes, as a woman, you should. That is a goal. 1500 calories a day to 1700 is what we should be eating as women because that's what we naturally burn, just living. Wow. The problem is, is if you're overweight, you ate more than that. Right. So we have to, we have to get rid of it. You, you can't just start back at 1500. You're never going to pull that weight off, you know? And I think that's what people forget is like, yeah, you should eat 1500. That article was absolutely correct. But the problem is, is you are starting way up here and we need yeah. to bring you back down, you know, to that level. And so for our signature program, which is our subscription, we have a female weight loss and a male weight loss and there are 500 calorie difference. Um, people can certainly use them for maintenance. If a female is not trying to lose weight, but just wants to do it for convenience or if they're breastfeeding or something like that, we tell them to do the male weight loss, which is a little bit more calories. Oh, awesome. So that's really good to know because, you know, as far as it's so tempting, especially traveling late at night, you know, there's yeah. McDonald's, you see Wendy's and it's like, I, I need to eat or else I become hangry. And it's, yeah. this is going to be so good for me. And I can't wait to, to um, broadcast it on my social media because you're doing such a good thing. And I, the, and the meals, when I smelled them, you know, with Ruby having them, they smell good. I mean, yeah, it, it, it looks delicious. Yeah. So was, I'm really, yeah, it was really important. Like a lot of, when I started this six and a half years ago, there wasn't a lot of meal prep out there. The only meal prep available was like, I don't even remember the name, but it's from like Beverly Hills and JLo did it. And it's like $300 a week. And so the average person could not afford it. Plus, yeah. do you really want to eat like a lamb chop with like pine nut sauce on it? And <laughs> I, mean, I just don't want to eat that. I don't, don't want to eat like normal stuff. And so it was really important that we not only gave you the basic like chicken, rice, and broccoli basic diet food, but we also put some fun food in there for you so that you could sustain this diet and not just feel deprived. Um, another thing I recommend to people too is the first two to three weeks as you're adapting and you're getting rid of salt and preservatives, cutting back your carbs and sugar with our meals, I really want you to stay away from eating out, stay away from cooking big meals because that, that's the hardest part, the first two to three weeks. Yeah. Once you get through that, I actually do want you to go out to eat on the weekend with your spouse or your girlfriends. I want you to have a glass of wine. I want you, if you're craving, you know, Taco Bell or something, go mm -hmm. get it, you know, just eat half, have a few bites, enjoy it, and then throw it away. You know, if you completely yeah. deprive yourself, you're going to end up quitting, binging, and, and that pendulum is going to swing the opposite way. And, and I don't want that. I want you to be able to live with this diet. Absolutely. And so, and you also provide ice chests with all the foods. So yeah. the food's coming. I mean, I think that's, you know, how many times I've lost ice, um, ice uh, cubes and stuff, you know, from in the plane and everything. You're, 
you're very creative and I love your concept. How many, I mean, so the box comes, you open up the box. I saw on your Instagram, you open it. And so it comes with, you know, kind of wrapped and it has the ice chest. You don't use dry ice, which I thought was brilliant because on dry ice, you, I couldn't take that box and take it mm -hmm. to my hotel for two weeks. Cause they're not going to take it. They're not going to take it for me. Right. Yeah. I mean, dry ice, you know, just a couple of things about it, but for, like you said, you can't reuse the ice packs, which a lot of our clients do travel. We have tons of clients who are professional athletes, salespeople. We have a lot of truck drivers and police officers, oh, wow. travel, you know, home health nurses. And so they love the fact that they can pop the ice packs in and out throughout their day and not have to spend extra money. But dry ice also makes your shipping more expensive. And not only did we want our meal prices really low, so a lot of people could afford it, but our shipping, we try to keep really low. And the dry ice is a hazard and hazardous material. And so it does have a whole other array of problems as you're shipping that. Awesome. Okay, so another thing I loved about your company is that uh, you employ 98% of women. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. It is true. Um, obviously, I'm sure that number varies during different times of the year. Right. But um, I, I, like I said, even when I was a fitness trainer, I initially started training both men and women. I would train children at times. And as my career grew, I just loved training women. I felt like I connected the most. I had the most knowledge to share. You know, I always say like, you can't teach something that you don't have personal experience with. I just really don't think that you can. And yeah. so for me, you know, I, I'm not, I've told people in the past, I'm not going to be your best trainer. If you're someone who needs to put on muscle mass and compete in a, a bodybuilding competition, I have no idea. I mean, I have fitness training and certifications and yeah. I can figure it out, but am I going to be the best for you to do that? Absolutely not. I've never done that in my life. I could care less about it. I focus on weight loss and I focus on women. And so naturally it just really happened that that's who gravitated towards our business for employees. We also do a lot of stuff for moms as we do understand days like today with hurricanes and the kids off of school, our entire corporate office is working from home. Wow. You know, their kids are home. So we're like, we still need you. You still need to work, but you can transfer the phones to your cell phone. You can get the work done with your kids at home. Uh, we, awesome. you know, we can't do it for everyone, but definitely our higher, you know, leadership staff in the kitchens at the corporate office, our ambassadors, we really try to help them be a mom and still be able to work. That's, that's wonderful. Now, also, you are the founder of Leading Ladies League. Mm -hmm. Explain that and, and what is it? I know you help a lot of the uh, women's charity and the diabetes community. Is that correct? Right. Well, obviously with my son's type one diabetes, we do a lot of work corporate sponsor for a lot of events. We pay for children to go to people don't realize, but type one diabetic summer camps are serious because you are turning over your child to people who 24 wow. hours a day have to monitor their health. Diabetes is extremely serious. And so it's very expensive to send a child to diabetes camp, a three week camp cost about $4,500. And that is not including the travel to get them to and from, which you have to pay for the child to travel and yourself. Yeah. Car, wow. hotel, airfare, you know, gas, all of that. So that's just the camp. And so when my son first got type one diabetes and I was a, you know, a single mom of three, there's no way in heck I could have afforded that. 
at all. I, I could barely afford his medications, which are thousands wow. of dollars a month. And so for me, it was really important to, I can't change everyone's life and I can't help everyone, but if we can help one or two people and make a difference in their life, we're doing something. The Leading Ladies League is the exact same concept is, again, my business donates to American Heart Association. I'm in the circle of red. We do diabetes, JDRF. We do, um, I'm trying to think of all the other things that we do. But those are Red Cross. Those are all big companies. You have no idea where your money's going. It's just a general blanket you're helping. With the Leading Ladies League, it's a group of us. We get together, we drink, we have fun. But all of us are doing really well in our life. We are extremely blessed, hardworking, but extremely blessed. And we kind of felt a little guilty on a Friday afternoon, sitting there drinking, dressing up, you know, wearing our finest, going to the finest places and not appreciating our place and where we are in life. And, you know, extending a hand to a woman who where most of us were 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And so we kind of just decided, you know what, if each of us throws in 50 or a hundred bucks each lunch, that adds up pretty quickly. And so each lunch we're able to donate several thousand dollars to one woman and whoever is the host of the event gets to pick that woman. So oh my gosh. yeah, it's really, really cool. So again, you're not just donating to an organization. Like whenever I do it, the three times that I've hosted, I actually went to a restaurant and said, do you have any single moms, you know, waitressing today? They point her out. I walk up, hand her a couple thousand dollars and walk out. And that's it. We don't post their picture on social media. You know, we don't, we literally are just trying to help them get ahead in their bills. And. Oh my gosh. So have y'all been able to meet regularly with COVID going on? I know some restaurants are open, but. Um, so we actually haven't met one time since COVID started. You know, we probably will. We're just going to have to do it a lot smaller because a lot of these events are 20 to 50 people at a time. So you just, you have wow. to adapt. We have to change things, you know? I commend you, Ingrid. I mean, yeah. such a motivating woman. And I just looked at your Instagram and I encourage my followers to look at it because it's so, you know, it's positive. You talk about the kids, you talk about, you know, being married. You have videos about getting at nine o'clock at night. You're just making dinner and it's just relatable information that like, gosh, you know, I had one of those days, you know, this week and you just, you, you provide that quick meal just to help that mom, you know, yeah. get her thoughts together and, and put a meal together. And I'm just so inspired by you. I think yeah, this is so you. amazing. And I, I would, I'm excited to let my followers know that I am uh, filling out the ambassador packet. I've already sent it back to your company because I'm believing in this and yes. I need help because you know, I can, I can run and I can work out, but my food is such a struggle to find on the road and to order, you know, like a, a grilled chicken in a restaurant. Some restaurants don't understand what grilled, no fat, no skin is, you know, well, and a lot of restaurants put a lot of salt on stuff. I mean, not that yeah. that is calories. That's not, but when you're just constantly putting salt and preservatives and butters and oils and all of those things into your body, you're just going to feel terrible. And the more that you the more of that stuff you eat, the more you're going to crave, you know, as you start taking those things out of your diet, you're really not going to crave them as much. So you just got to get through that first two or three weeks. But again, if you're out and you don't have your meal, don't beat yourself up over eating something at a restaurant. Just take it for what it is. Enjoy it in that moment. Eat less than what you did before and move on. Yeah. And what's the average cost if someone was to do like, uh, I'm, I'm getting the 15 meals, you know, yeah. a week, which I still need to get 
uh, another six because I'm looking at the weekend too. I don't want to, right now I'm trying to train really hard. So I don't want to like say, oh, I got the weekend to go do this and that because I know my mentality that I'm be like, oh, I'm going to hit brunch over here. I'm going to have a drink tonight. So what's the average cost that people can look at? And, you know, because I'm getting my husband on it too. So he's mm-hmm. like, I'll try it too. So this is how we, this is what's going to help me. Cause I'm talking about cooking. I can say, we'll pick out the meals each night. Right. I think that's going to be so helpful for me. Yeah. So everyone from day one has said, why don't you do seven days a week? And the best answer I can give is if you're completely hardcore and you're eating out of these little black containers, as awesome as they are, that gets very, very mundane. And you need to have that break from the meals in order to stay on it long-term and not quit and binge. There is a method to our madness. I could make more money by selling you seven days a week, but I want you to be successful. And so we really found that if you are strict for five days and you eat your meals three times a day, those five days, you're not snacking, that on the weekends, on those two days, pick one meal a day and eat whatever you want. The other two meals, just be, you know, just be mindful. Eat some egg whites in the morning, have an omelet, maybe have some soup and a half a sandwich for lunch. Simple, really, really simple. And then eat whatever the heck you want for dinner. And that has been the best way for people to stick to it. Now, sometimes people will just say, "I, I hear you, but I know myself and I need the seven days a week. We do offer the elite selections, which are a little bit more expensive because you're able to pick your meals, but you can order that as you need it. It's not a subscription like the weight loss. So if you want to like once a month, order an extra box of the elite selections, or we even offer a breakfast box, you can order that once a month and just have a few extra in your freezer that you can pick and choose from. People do that as well. And so I want to ask you to give some advice on some women that that are watching they're going to watch this podcast, which gets released this Thursday. Someone that's struggling. I have family members that are very heavy and overweight and, you know, getting a a family get together can be so mentally taxing because I like the food that I know is going to be on that table. And what are some of the foods that a woman can listen to right now and say, what maybe are the top three things that they could cut out that will make a difference that they can start small? and know that these are the three things that they should not touch to get on the road to recovery of getting their weight loss under control. Well, if you're talking about things at first that you probably don't want to touch is I would say you cut out alcohol for just a month because mm-hmm. most of us, not only is it hidden calories, but yeah. I know myself personally, when I eat, when I drink, I eat. I yeah. lose all my willpower and talk myself into, girl, you look good. Like, what did I do? <laughs> and I really have this whole like dialogue in my head where that addiction comes back, not to alcohol, but to food. And so I say, just cut out the drinking. Not only are you saving calories, but you're probably going to save yourself from talking yourself into eating bad and quitting the diet. Most people do really well with after that first month, putting alcohol back into their you know, weekend diet. But I always say like for a woman, two glasses of wine or two drinks is is enough. You don't need more than that. Once you get past two, not only are the calories going to become excessive, but you lose your willpower and so many other things happen just internally. Alcohol is not good in excess for your body. Your skin breaks out. You don't feel good the next day. So many other issues. So you really want to cap it at two. As far as family functions go, um, You know, I just try to tell people when you have a family function, if your grandma is cooking her famous spaghetti or whatever, don't deprive yourself from it. 
You just can't. You don't want to be that weirdo who's sitting at your family function or a wedding, like eating <laughs> salad in the corner while everyone else is enjoying this catering or something your grandma made. You're not doing it every day. So in that one moment, live in the moment and enjoy yourself. But just be mindful. You don't need to go back and have three servings. Right. Have, have it once. Enjoy it. Have it. Move on. Don't bring home leftovers. I know she's gonna, people are going to want to send you home with stuff. Thank you so much. I don't need it. And if they send you home with leftovers, you can throw it away. You can give it to your kids. There are so many other options besides yeah. you eating it, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so tell us about the social media and how people can get a hold of getting their meals with Sensible Meals and uh, any other promotions or anything you want to give to the followers. Yeah, our website is eatsensiblemeals.com and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sensible Meals. Our staff does work every single day, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So that was another thing that was really important is, you know, before I started my own meal prep company, I realized with a lot of businesses, especially online, if you had an issue or a question, emailing them or trying to reach them through social media, sometimes you never reached a human being. Yeah. Never answered the phone, never called you back, never, you know, check social media. And so it's a very much added cost as a business owner for me to provide that. But I think it is so beneficial to the client that if they're having a bad day and they say like, I just screwed up, I went and binged at Taco Bell to have, be able to message our staff and have someone kind of talk them off the ledge and say, it's okay tomorrow's a new day. It's important that if for some reason you canceled or skipped and we billed you wrong to be able to immediately that day get an answer of your money. Where yeah. is it? You know, like we make mistakes, you make mistakes, but it's important to have someone to answer you. And so 365 days a year, Christmas, Mother's Day, it doesn't matter. Our staff works on social media. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, so I'd like to ask you another question. What's one advice to women who are watching you run a business, be a mom, uh, be a wife, um, make videos for, for weight loss and do your recipe videos? What's, how do you balance your time in a 24-hour period? Because I want to know as well, because I learn from other women, you know, I know time management is really important. Yeah. What do you do? Because I see your Instagram and I'm just like, Man, did she sleep maybe one to three in the morning? I, I would guess that. <laughs> so a few things is I always tell people who ask is give yourself some grace. I, I still have to work on that and struggle with it, but you're going to mess up. You're going to have bad days. You're going to not complete all your things on your to-do list and your tasks. And you cannot just beat yourself up all the time. You have to understand that life is like ever evolving and ever moving. And we're all just trying to like go with the flow and follow it. So give yourself grace, I think is the biggest piece of advice. Um, also other things that for social media, a little trick that a lot of us do is we film a lot of things at one time. And then we just post it. <laughs> we post it as the week goes on. And so, uh, you know, I could be cooking dinner for my family that night, but that might have been two weeks ago. So we're not always doing it the exact moment that you think you are. But the meals really do help. Because if I had to sit there and, yeah. and cook and go to the grocery and portion out every single thing for myself that I was doing, that would take on average about 10 hours a week to meal yeah. prep for myself. And I, I'm saving 10 hours. And for a, a working mom, a busy mom, that's a lot of time. And I don't have to you know, be dragging my kids in the store, screaming at my little one, like, just 
shut up. Like I have to do this. And then you forget something and then you get home. And so I, you know, not to just toot my own horn with my business, but it is a time saver. It is efficient on top of helping you with weight loss. Um, Another thing of advice that I always give is I really do believe in vision boards and planning and writing things down on paper. We live in a world of everyone puts like their Google calendars and everything is in technology, but there is something to be said about pen and paper, writing it down, seeing it in front of you, taping it to your mirror, you know, putting it where you can see it in your purse and reminding yourself of things and staying organized. I think that's really important too for affirmation, you know, in the morning when you have a busy day to always have those reminders on the mirror, you know, yeah. saying you are worthy, you are beautiful. And today's going to be a great day, you know, cause if we don't do it for ourselves, I truly believe no one does it for us. I mean, our husbands can say, you know, I hope you have a great day, right. but we need to, we need to have that mental reminder and to teach ourselves that we need to always be affirming ourselves that we are worthy of, you know, even the bad day that it is, it's going to be hard. okay. It's hard to yeah. talk nicely to yourself. Yeah. You know, it really is. And, and I give this advice, but I struggle with it all the time of the things I'm so hard on myself and the things that I tell myself you know, I have two older sons, but having a six-year-old daughter has really, over the last six years, made me, me be mindful of the negative things, especially about my body that I say out loud about myself. You know, my husband can say, oh, you look so, you know, you look beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, but my butt looks big in this dress. You know, he's like, oh, you look gorgeous today. And I'm like, oh, but my hair, why, do, why as women can we not take a compliment and just accept yeah. that we are good enough? And so my six-year-old has gotten to the point of, you know, when I say something like that, she's like, mom, no, you're not. You're great. You're perfect. And I oh. have to be like, you're right. I am. I am great. I am perfect. Thank you so much. You know, um, it's just the way I think our, a lot of us grew up is, and yeah. now, and now we're growing up in this time of social media where you're comparing yourself to a edited highlight real version of other women. And we yeah. can be really, really difficult and hard on ourselves. So it is about speaking kindness to your own self, just like you would a stranger. Yeah. And I also feel like when you empower another woman, you kind of find the love for yourself within too, because you're kind of spreading that kindness instead of, you know, have a lot of, I've known a lot of people that'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she posted that. Instead of saying, oh, she looks great. Right. A, it's all in the attitude of what you take in your day to make it better. And I think that's so important. You know, I read something it's, one time, I'm not <laughs> sure I'm going to say it wrong, but basically the gist of the quote is, if you knew how much time I spent hating myself, you wouldn't be so mad that I'm learning to love myself is basically the gist of the quote. You oh, know, wow. Like when you're posting your workout, when you're posting a bikini picture of yourself or you're happy, you know, you and your husband together or your kids, those people who are jealous or, or think you're, or think you're showing off or think that you're full of yourself. If they knew how much it took for you to get to that place of loving yourself, if they right. only knew how long you hated yourself and you spoke negatively to yourself, maybe they wouldn't be so jealous, you know? And that's very good medicine. That's yeah. very good advice too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do a fun speed round okay. for you. Okay. All right. So polka dots or stripes? Stripes. Uh, text or talk? Text. Uh, dawn or dusk? Oh, dawn. Wait, uh, dawn is morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the blonde moment, <laughs> Don. Yeah. 
Um, Ursula or Jasmine? Oh. Oh. Wait, Ursula, is she, wait, isn't Ursula the witch from? Yes, uh, uh, Ariel, Little Mermaid. Yeah, I guess Jasmine. Jasmine, I pick Ursula. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bad guy on TV. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Would you rather have a superpower of being invisible or having strength? Probably being invisible. Yeah, I agree with you, girl. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a complete introvert, which you might be as well. A lot of people who have careers where they perform or they're in front of, in the public eye are actually very shy and introverted, are real persona. And I'm a complete introvert. So the more I can kind of like just float past people and not be noticed, I yeah. love to like mask right now. I love it. Not only am I someone who thinks that masks are, are necessary right now, just for health issues, I love being able to put on a mask and go to the grocery and not have to talk to people. And I just like kind of skirt on through. Now my husband, he, people still notice him because he's six, seven, yeah. eight, so he can't really hide, but I can, I just kind of hide and mosey on through. You know? And it's great because you don't have your makeup on, you know, no. like yeah, sunglasses on and you're good to go. I yeah. love it. Ingrid, I am so inspired by you and I wish you so much success and I can't wait to represent Sensible Meals and to spread the word of, how, uh, of this great thing that people are going to be able to have an instrument to help them, you know, with their weight loss issues. Um, thank you for being on my show. You are just empowering and please tell a uh, Tyrus George brothers yeah. hi for me. I <laughs> and I, I just... I'm praying for your family. Y'all stay thank safe you. with this storm. And yes. thank you again for thank your time. You. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. For okay. Bye. Bye Ingrid. Thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of the Excuse Me podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast platform check out our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash excuse me Vicky or follow me on Twitter and Instagram and email us at excuse me Vicky at outlook.com with questions or comments. Until next time, excuse me!